Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Well guys, I have some more exciting news. Um, I'm waiting for my heavy-duty truck still yet, so that's not the exciting news just yet. It should be here in a couple days, one or two days, hopefully. Um, it's still on ocean transit um, from one island to the next here. Um, but today's podcast, I wanted to talk about um, work. Because I know a lot of people are out of work. You know, it's... It's really unfortunate, honestly, right? Um, it, it's a global problem because of this uh, Corona COVID-19 um, virus. You know, it has definitely shut down a lot of things globally. Um, it has affected a lot of people, you know, obviously with their work, their lifestyles, their family life. Um, you know, it's just very unfortunate right now, you know, what's happening. But um, I want to talk about a couple of things and maybe... Maybe you guys can pick up a couple um, points along the way, and hopefully it might be a little, um, how do I say this, um, eye-opening for a lot of you that are looking for work. For those of you that are listening to this that are, uh, you know, in the older generation that are retired already, um, then, you know, you pretty much know what I'm going to talk about to a certain degree. But if you're within the younger generation um, and you're still looking for work right now because of what's happening... I want to talk about some situations with me for first, and I want to give you guys some pointers. So um, I just got off the phone with more customers. I'm constantly getting calls for work. And if you guys have listened to any of the other podcasts following up to this one, at least, um, you guys know how busy I am with work. And that is just more so today. Today, I got a phone call from a customer that I did work for... Um, I finished a project for them, I think it was um, not even two weeks ago, maybe a week ago. Probably, yeah, probably about a week ago, if that. And they called me up and they said that they want to hire me to do a lot more work. A lot more. Um, now, this, this, this property or this job, I should say, um, is huge. Okay, it's it's a big, big job. Now, keep in mind, I just finished doing a pretty decent-sized job for them already, you know. And um, obviously, it's 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 a lot of money, you know. Just the last job, and now this job is a good example. I essentially have gotten a I've gotten approval already. They're ready to write me a check or give me what you know cash or whatever, but they pay me in check. They're ready to write me a check to already get going and start on the new project for them. And this project is probably going to be about, mm, I haven't done all the numbers yet, but off the top of my head, somewhere in the um, $40,000 range, right? And it will take me about two weeks to complete, okay? Now, there is a reason why I am staying extremely busy, right? I am normally extremely busy with or without this coronavirus, okay? So, so don't think for a second that because the coronavirus is happening, um, I'm picking up work, okay? It's, it has picked up. It has picked up. I'm not going to lie. It has picked up a little bit, sure. Um, but from what I'm used to normally compared to right now, it's, this is pretty normal for what's happening. Now, I'm already booked out months at least three months or more at this point every day i'm adding people to the schedule 
pushing things around, trying to squeeze people in between other scheduled jobs. Um, it's insane. I'll give you an example. Tomorrow, um, I'm technically supposed to be trying to take off tomorrow, right? Because I work almost every every day, guys. And I love what I do. I love working. I love being able to travel around and do what I do and um, helping people out, right? I, I, I get a kick from it. It's better than sitting in an office all day long with the same scenery. I'm so sorry about that, guys. I actually had a phone call. This is how busy I stay, guys. Like, this is no joke. I had a phone call. I think their phone got disconnected from bad service. So we might get another phone call in here. But, um, you know, I, I stay extremely busy. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm very blessed for that, you know. But like I said, a lot of hard work goes into being able to get to a point where it's like this, you know. Obviously, if you're th thinking about starting a new business, it's going to be rough at first. You know, usually your first, they say at least, your first year is usually your roughest. For me... My first year wasn't my roughest. It was more like a um, learning curve, right? Because obviously when you start something new, a new business or something, um, you know, you have to start getting your head wrapped around the whole concept of what you're doing for a living now, right? And how you're going to conduct yourself, how you're going to do all these things. And as people, we always learn. We're, I'm constantly learning nonstop. I'm always educating myself, you know, self-educating myself on as much as I can, right? And so what my point is, is this, is that I am so booked out and I just got approved for this another big project. Um, I want to talk about why it is I'm, I'm able to do what it is what I'm doing. I don't want, I, I, I try to keep my private life and exactly what I do for a living to a, to down to a certain degree. Obviously, I don't want to give away what it is I do. You know, it's my private life and my business um but what i can tell you is this if you are sitting home because you have been laid off or there's not enough work for you or you gotten fired what i want you to do is start sitting down and start thinking about specialized services or businesses okay that's what really makes my businesses work so keep in mind i do own more than one local company here in hawaii Right. I own at least three active companies right now. OK. And all three of those companies are active, meaning I'm doing work with all these companies I own. So that's why I get so many phone calls, too. Right. Because I'm running more than one company. So a lot of times when customers are calling me, it's because one of the three. A lot of times I don't even know when, what they're calling for. If I only ran one company, then obviously the phone calls that come in, I already know what business it's related to because I'm only running one business. But when you run three business or three, two businesses or more even, for that matter, um, when the phone calls come in, you don't even know why they're calling you, right? Because they could be calling about whichever business. So I always allow the customer to, um, you know, start talking about what it is. I say, how can I help you? And then they'll dive into exactly what it is that, you know, they're calling you about. And then you know what business it's relating to. So that's kind of how it works for me when I get a lot of phone calls. And today is no exception. It's like any other day, I will get a ton of phone calls. Now, what I, the point is, is that I want you to sit down and really think about a specialized service or business, right, that you can offer to the masses. And when I mean the masses, I mean mass amount of people, right? Because the only way a, a company makes good money and stays sustainable 
is that you can offer a very specialized service or yes, specialized service that appeals to the masses. But not only that, being able to be in a position where that market or that niche or that business is not saturated. That is really the key, guys, is making sure the business that you're deciding to get into is not saturated. Okay, it's okay if there's like one, maybe two or three others out there similar to you. But if you start seeing that there's 20 or more businesses within your area that are similar to the business you want to start, I would actually rethink that idea. Go to your next idea, because at 20 businesses that are doing the same thing that you plan on doing 20 or more, in a lot of cases, there's many, many businesses within the same same exact niche. And it makes it hard because now you're competing with everyone in that business, right? You know, there's going to be a lot of people that's going to undercut you, you know, and especially in times like this, where obviously a lot of people are out of work and some companies are willing to um, undercut your price. You, you know, you're really starting to play a game of, okay, I got to bring my price down, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, try to pick a business that will allow you to stand out and not be in a saturated market. Because the second you can do that, you, you will make more money already, okay? Because obviously you're that, that niche or that business is not saturated. It's not like they can call around to a whole lot of people. And that's kind of where I, I my businesses are set up. My businesses are really specific and really narrowed down to where essentially, I'll give you an example, one of the businesses, I'm the only person that does what I do, okay? which is awesome for me, right? But I it took time to figure out what that was going to be, right? And then I have other businesses that um, there is competition, but not a whole lot, very, very minimal, very minimal. Maybe I might have one or two other companies, max, that even do what I do, okay, on, on, on another business. So by being able to narrow down and start a business that is very specific to you know a certain thing or a certain niche will help you a lot because you're you're now allowed to charge way more money right because you're not essentially competing with the competition because there should be almost none the competition if any should be very low and normally in these niches or of type of businesses where the the competition is low they, the other companies are charging a lot of money to begin with because they know the basics of business economics, right? If the if the market is not saturated, they can demand more money. And then also depending on the specialized service or whatever it may be, but make it specialized, um, you're able to get more money for that too, right? So instead of you working a nine to five job, say, I don't know, um, somewhere doing um, just making minimum wage, that is not the case anymore, right? You're working for yourself. You're setting your own hours within reason. And, you know, you're you're doing something that is not saturated and it's in demand and specialized. At that point, if you can get yourself set up to there, there's so many, like, here's the thing, guys. There are so many services or specialized, uh, specializing things that you can get into that there's so many of them. You just have to sit down and weed through the masses of things and start thinking about, think outside the box of what you can narrow down and specialize in. And this is the exact time right now, if you're laid off sitting at home, 
you know, you got a lot of time on your hands because of the self-quarantines and all this stuff, the lockdowns. This is the time to educate yourself. There is a ton of information out there on the internet that whatever you want to do, there is information out there that you can start educating yourself on right now. I am con constantly learning, guys. Besides me running my businesses and paperwork and, you know, all that stuff, I am constantly learning. I find myself pretty much every night trying to learn something new that I could either tap into or make more money doing by adding it to my specialized service, right? And that works out very well because um, you're kind of cascading on the same idea of where you started from. And so now by you being able to offer more services, you can make more money, right? But obviously, I'm not picking a business that is saturated. That is the key. Do not pick a business that's saturated because, yeah, you can make money, but you're going to be fighting everyone else along the way, right? You want to be able to just carve out your own section in the market and dominate it, you know, dominate it. So, yeah, guys, um, take the time. I spend a tremendous amount of time researching and educating and just learning in general about anything and everything that I can to better myself. And obviously, it's been working out very well for me, right? I am extremely busy all the time. This is no joke. All the time. Years. Over, you know, years. So long. You know, decades. Like, honestly, guys, decades of staying nonstop busy. So that is the key, guys. Take the time that you have now and utilize it. Don't just sit home and watch TV, okay? If you're going to sit home and watch something, watch something that's going to educate you on something that could better you and get you out of the situation you're in now. All because you're home doesn't mean that you can't start a business. You can easily start a business. Most businesses are started straight from their home, right? And then only depending on how big they get, at some point, do they maybe need a facility or something of that sort, right? But for me, my businesses are home-based businesses, right? My customers don't know that. Nobody knows that, right? Because it doesn't matter because I don't have customers coming to a brick-and-mortar store. My, my home essentially is my home and my office. I conduct all my business at my house as far as, you know, paperwork, dealing with customers, and so forth, unless I'm out on the road doing work, right? But there is no physical location for a customer to come to me. It has never been that. I always work, it's a home-based business, essentially, right? It's just a home-based business. And by doing a home-based business, it does have its benefits, obviously, because you're at home, right? Um, you Like for me, I segregate an area where it's just my desk. If you guys look at my desk, it is a mess. It is a mess. It is a unorganized mess. But that's because there's so much going on, right? I'm like doing this, doing this. I throw stuff here, throw stuff there, and I'm digging this. Like it's hard to keep things clean and organized when you got so much going on. But I designate an area in my home that becomes essentially my office. And when I sit down on my chair and sit at my, my table where everything is at, um, my office table, I basically put blinders on to my whole house. I am, I'm imagining that I am just, I'm so tunnel vision on I'm in my office, right? And that's how it should be. Focus, focus, focus. And some of the best businesses that have ever started have coming out of, have, have come from a home-based business, right? Look at Apple. Apple is a good ex example. They started from a garage, right? So don't think that you can't do it. You can absolutely do it. 
educate, 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 guys. I cannot stress that enough. Because if you don't educate yourself and learn these new things, how are you going to get ahead? How are you going to get out of the situation that you're in right now? You know, in a lot of states, you're able to register a new business online. We're not able to do that here in Hawaii, um, at least on our island and with our county. So if, if I was to start a new business or whatever, obviously, I'd have to go down to the state office, state department office, and then file for a new business license, right? Now, that's going to vary depending on where you're at in the in the country, right? Even also by county. But I am aware that there is a lot of um, states out there that allow you to register a business online. And if they do that and you're in a business in a state that allows you to do that, that's great because you can start right away, right? You know, the, the basic steps of starting a business is not only figuring out what you're going to do, what service or um, mostly service. We're not talking about products here, service that you're going to provide. Once you figure that out, then it's coming up with a business name. Make sure the business name is completely and utterly relative to exactly what it is you do, okay? Let's say that you're a landscaper, okay? You don't want to call your business um, something that is not related to, biz to, to a landscaper, okay? Let's say that you're a plumber. You know, don't name your business anything besides what it relates to. This is how I'm also able to... Um, tap into a lot more customers because my businesses, when people think about it, they don't know what business they're calling or what business they're going to research or look for. They type in what exactly it is that they need. And because my, my name, my business is very specific to exactly what they're typing in, because that's how you would search for me. It makes it very easy for customers to find me, right? You sometimes you drive down the road, you see these company logos and company names. That sometimes the company logos and company names don't even make sense, right? It's just whatever, and you have no idea what they do, right? And those guys have to try a lot harder to get business because it, it it's not plain and simple of what it is you do. Here's an example. Let's say that you want to specialize in um, something with plumbing or something, right? Um, and your name is say Mike. It's, this is an example. Make it very easy. Mike's plumbing. Very simple, right? If there is other Mike's plumbing out there, then make a variation of that. But make sure you utilize the keywords of Mike. But also by using your first name, it makes your business very a lot more personalized. Because when a customer calls you, they call me by my first name. Why? Because in, um, let's see, one... And in my major business, um, the first name within the business title name is my name. So when I get a phone call, it's already we already it's essentially like setting up a very personalized, um, direct connection right off the bat, right? If you're calling Joe's Plumbing, I'm gonna call up and say, "Hey, can I speak to Joe?" Right? That already starts the rapport already. You're already off to the races. They know who they're talking to. You know, and that's and that's how my businesses are set up in a sense. So make sure that if you're going to name your business, make sure you name it exactly what it is you're, you're offering or you do. That way, it's going to be easier for you to advertise, get your name out there, easier for people to find you. You know, it's just a lot easier. You know, keep, keep it simple. You know, the kiss theory. I don't know if you guys have ever heard the kiss theory. Keep it simple, stupid. The kiss theory. Keep it very simple, guys. 
and it, and it will benefit you, you know? Now, obviously, after you come up with your business idea or your service, your business name, then you're ready to take two more, three more steps, I should say. Go and get a, register your business with the state or county that you're in. That's usually, it's usually very easy. Um, depending on what you're doing, in most cases, you will, you, you will need business insurance. So for me, I have a $2 million bond on my businesses in order for me to conduct business. I have never used the insurance ever. It feels like I'm just giving money away. But having insurance is the right thing to do just in case something was to happen. You do have the insurance to hopefully back you up and help you out, right? And then also, if you ever go to a situation where you're working for a commercial property, they will require you to have insurance before you can even enter the property to even do any work. They will require it. So if you're thinking about going towards more of the commercial side of things to get business, then you, yeah, that's no doubt. They won't even talk to you unless you can verify that you have insurance, okay? Because the liability issues, right? And then as far as after your um, your business insurance, um, now it comes down to depending on the specialized service that you're thinking about getting into, uh, make sure you get whatever required licenses or certificates or whatever it is for whatever you're deciding to get into. Make sure you take care of that. You can even take care of that first before you start the whole process, right? If you're going to become, I don't know, electrician or, you know, whatever, make sure you follow the processes to get licensed correctly or at least have a certificate of some sort that shows that you are, you're good and you've gone through certain things to be able to specialize in what it is you do, if that makes any sense. And, and that's going to serve you. You probably won't ever have to use it, but... Um, in some circumstances, it's really nice to have because some customers like to see it. Some commercial properties like to see certain things and it's just better for you because if you have these things, it's, you're more likely to get the job, right? Because there's a lot of times, sorry guys, that's another message coming in for me guys, another text message, but, um, specialize what you're doing, narrow it down, you know, do the research, start learning. And then when you're ready Take the steps, guys, but make sure it's a business that's in demand, that will always be in demand. That way you don't have to worry about down, downturns like this in the economy because there will always be certain things that will always be in high demand, no matter what, okay? And there's a huge amount of a selection that you can pick from. You don't have to be a plumber. You don't have to be an electrician, but those are just examples I'm using. But those, uh, those two examples are good examples because they will always be in demand, no matter what, no matter what. Okay, no matter what, even if we're in the worst recession possible, if someone's got plumbing issues and they don't have water at the house, they're calling a plumber. Maybe you can specialize in something that is more specialized within the plumbing industry, right? That narrows it down even more, but make sure there's a demand for it. But like I said, the plumbing and the um, electrician examples are just an example. There is so much out there, guys that you can specialize in. If I decide to start another business tomorrow, I already know what I would specialize in. <laughs> For real, I already know what I would specialize in. I already know how I would go about it. But I'm, I'm very comfortable at where I'm at and I'm, you know, I got a lot of work. So the whole purpose of this podcast, guys, is to motivate you, you know, um, inspire you to, to get going, you know. Maybe in the times that we're in right now where maybe you got laid off or whatever, Maybe it's time that you start thinking that the business that you're in is not resilient enough. 
right? It's not resilient enough. And if you can find a business that you want to start or get into that is resilient, then what do you have to worry about? Not a, not a whole lot, right? Because you know that you're going to be in demand. <clears throat> you know that your business is resilient to different changes within the economy. You know, that's kind of where I'm sitting right now, guys. Um, I've kind of been like that for a very, very long time. Um, I started my first company back in 2003, okay? Um, I graduated high school in 2003, guys, okay? Like, that kind of gives you some background. I was living in my car when I started my business, guys. And this is no joke. This is all true story stuff, guys. I have a podcast, if you guys haven't listened to that, about me living in my car when I was starting my businesses and stuff. I really highly invite you to go back to that and listen to that because it is a 100% true story, guys. Okay, so if you're sitting at home with a roof over your head and and you can't figure something out, there's something wrong because I was living in my car and I was able to start a business that I still own to this day that is still in operation and is still making money. It has not had a downfall of any sort because of what's going on with the COVID-19 of any way. But that very first business that I started, I still absolutely own today. I own more businesses now, but that I still own that business and I still operate that business, okay? So, you know, there is no excuse, guys. If I can do it living in the gutter, living in the car on the side of a road, um, you know, basically eating off the dollar menu from McDonald's to survive, you can do it, okay? There is no excuse. You can do it. So think about this, guys. Like, honestly, take take what I'm saying to heart because it can it can really highly benefit you, you know, really, really benefit you and your family, you know. Yes. Is it scary starting something new that you have never started before or got into? Absolutely. It's scary, guys. Right. Because you're taking a chance. But that is how it works, guys. Business is like a like you going to the casino and playing um, blackjack. Right. Yes, it is a gamble. But without without taking a chance, guys, you will never be able to realize if it was going to work. So if you're going to take a chance, try to minimize the exposure that you're allowing. So that way, if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. You will learn things along the way. I promise you. Let's say it doesn't work out for you. Whatever business you want to get into, maybe you overlook some things. You didn't do enough research to figure out if it was going to work. You know, limit your exposure so that way, if it doesn't work out, you don't lose your ass. And second of all, you come out, you've come out learn, learning so much more than you learned before you even started. And I promise you, the next idea you decide to get into will be, will be a lot smoother and a lot better. You know, but do your research, guys. That way that doesn't happen to you. You know, I've been lucky um, in the sense of the businesses that I've started. They have been very profitable and very um, resilient. And so... Um, that, but that took a lot of time, guys, right? It took a lot of dedication to figure out what it is you want to do sometimes. And um, I'm just very, very happy for where I'm at in my life right now, you know? So anyway, guys, um, I just want to talk to you guys and inspire you guys to really think outside the box. Get off the couch. And if you're on the couch, do research, okay? Do something. Do something. If you sit around thinking somebody's going to hand you something... Or a job is just going to pop up for you. you, you you're, you're, you're very diluted. 
okay? Very, very diluted in your thinking process. The only way you're going to be able to move forward in life is if you take it, take charge. Take the bull by his horns and go for it, okay? Take a chance, guys. Take a chance. And you'll be surprised what happens. You know, the quality, the quality of life for you can change very quickly for you and your family. Listen to my old po- the other podcast about me living in my car, guys. I went from living in my car within a year. I had brand new cars because I was making so much money. Brand new cars. Living in really nice high-end houses and stuff, right? Um, and from there, it has only gotten better. So I went from basically living on the side of the road, guys. No joke. Within my first year, being able to own multiple vehicles, multiple vehicles. I had probably at least four or five vehicles at one time when I start, after I started my business. Uh, and then really nice places I was living in. But did it take a lot of work? Sure. It's not just something that just happens and it's like, boom, oh, okay, it works. You got to work hard. Work hard. And it will pay off, guys. I promise you it will. So anyway, guys, I hope this helps you out. You know. Think about it, guys. Maybe I'll give more tips and tricks along the way about business to a certain degree of with my experience at least because it has worked out very well for me. And um, I wish you the best of luck in your endeavors. I honestly do. You know, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you guys on the next one.